Hello, hello, happy Monday. Welcome to Lessons and Legacies. I am your host, Melissa Price. This is episode 39, and I am so grateful to have my regular Monday co-host with me today. <laughs> Say hey, precious. Hey! Hey! hey. How's Monday treating you? Uh, what'd you say? I said, how is this Monday treating you? Treating me well, because guess what? She Tell woke me. up, so that That's part. True. So Everything That's else true. is a conscious decision from here on out, and I'm consciously deciding to make it just as good a day as it was yesterday. That's right. And, you know, sometimes it can be tricky. Sometimes that can be a tricky feat. Uh, I don't know if you're like me at all, but I totally get very affected by the weather. Um, like, and so does my daughter, my oldest daughter, Charlotte is very, uh, affected by the weather without fail. If it's okay. So today, for example, it was started cold raining last night. It was cold rain gray all day today. She without fail, like her body, even if she shut down sleeping has a sense for this stuff. And I do too. Um, but mm -hmm. those are the mornings she will, she's usually the first one up. She usually gets up at six in the morning. She slept in until after nine o'clock today. <laughs> she is a person that like usually likes to be a little bit more introverted and cozied up and kind of doing her thing when it's one of these days. And so on a day like today, it can be a struggle for some of us to kind of get the mojo running. Hey, Kelly. You sound like my mom and um, a lot of people uh, before I had children would always say, when it rains, you know, whether they had my mom, you know, suffers from arthritis and then, um, you know, people who get the epidural, a lot of times they say after that, when it rains, you know, their body aches or they can always almost feel the rain coming, you know? So yes. I had that sense of, um, I guess, calm to it. Yeah. Uh, People are always afraid of the rain, but the rain is the most essential part of living. And so it's like a two-way sword. It's like the rain makes right. you sit down. And I think the rain makes you sit down because that is the time that God is allowing you to soak in what you need for the seed that is you. So the rain is always to, you done dried out, you are brittle, you are harsh, you are without life. And so the rain always replenishes, renews and nourishes whatever condition you're in. And so I think it is that to sit still so that you can refill for what's next. So I think that's what the rain calls for. That's the energy I think that we feel. Yeah, you know what? I used to, I used to be a rainy day hater myself because because it made me feel kind of like slower and moodish and eh, you know i am a sun i love the heat i love the sun i will sit out in the sun all day long i don't care like it just is life-giving to me but i will say over the last couple years especially with my kids getting older and you know i've homeschooled them since day one they're uh seven and a half and nine um as they've gotten older, you know, my role as a teacher has kind of elevated a bit. It's not so much just teaching them how to write their letters and how to read, you know, I'm getting into stuff that I don't actually remember anymore either, especially in the math world. So I have to be like really diligent and, and on point with that. Um, but when it's raining nowadays, I kind of look forward to it. I used to hate it like, oh, it's trapping me inside and I'm going to have the mood, but I like it 
now more so because it's like, okay, this is a day now where I'm not going to have distractions. I have no excuse to leave. I can get stuff done inside the house. I can focus more fully, be more present because when you're kind of trapped in that box, I mean, what do you do? You deal with what's in the box, right? No, for me, it's like, I kind of welcome those rainy days where it's like, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to get all dialed up and get all ready. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to see anybody. I can focus on what I want to do, you know? So true. I welcome that now. And another cool thing about the rainy days, since I've embraced it in that mindset, and it's kind of what today's topic is all about, is I think those rainy days when we are trapped in there and we are more present in our space, it gives us a little bit of window and a, like a, a window and a bit of breathing space to kind of do some dreaming and not necessarily the dreaming we do at night while we're asleep, but yes. I'm talking like having those dreams, like your desires, your wishes, your goals, um, and even daydreaming, you know? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. get daydreaming in, the, in these kinds of weathery days? Uh, listen, let me tell you something. I don't know how to cut off daydreaming. That's how I do. That's my problem. It's like I'm always like I said. I have dream ADD. I suffer from that. I know it because I I cannot get off of one project before I my I'm dreaming into a whole nother project, and it's like ah, uh, that's that that is annoying. So I think yeah, that that is definitely one of my problems. Dream ADD. I'm always seeing, visualizing, dreaming. And it's like, hello, are you there? The kids now, they be making so much noise. You know how you get conditioned to the sounds around you? So I'm used to always being loud. So I could be stuck in a space and they got to be like, mom. I'm like, okay, I got, okay, I'm back, I'm back. So I am a daydreamer. And Yeah, you know, Nate will catch me on that a lot too. He's he's always gone at work. I'm here with the kids all day and I have been forever. So it's like a lot of, I, I, I'm big on that whole choosing your battles and like tuning out, like you got to zone out some of the craziness and shenanigans sometimes. And like, he can come and be here on a Saturday or Sunday and my kids be going off the chain or like, mom, this, mom, that, this, that. And I'm like in the zone, in the zone doing my thing. And he's like, how are you not going nuts right now? I'm like, what, what's happening? What's going on? I was in the zone, you know? <laughs> I was in the zone, honey. I love to be in the zone. It keeps it keeps me sane. It keeps That's them right. in one piece. <laughs> and it's easy to get lost in the zone, too. So yeah. let me ask you, this: because uh, both of us are kind of in the zone today. Both of us, we were just talking in the green room before the show. You and I have both been in the zone, working on our dreams and our stuff, and maybe the dreams of others, which I will touch on um, as we go through it. And it's easy to get stuck in the zone. I literally looked at the clock. Oh my gosh! I'm supposed to go on in 15 minutes. I didn't even know. You know, <laughs> you get lost. So, Kelly Little says that's the gift that we have. Slow down. I have dream ADHD. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's not. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like you said, precious. It's, I think that it's a double-edged sword. There, it, is, you know? it really is. Dreaming is a beautiful, wonderful thing, but man, when it's when it's a matter of the heart and your own spirit and your own desire, it's real easy to get sucked up, obsessed, lost in it, and totally like I'm in my bubble. It brings me to going on. I was worried from yesterday. I have to dream in moderation. That's right. <laughs> moderation. I told you I have a hard time with that word. 
I do too. I know. And actually, if you catch, I don't know if you saw his uh, William Brown's Happy Today this morning at 7 a.m. He, he was nothing at seven. That is why I'm an entrepreneur. So I don't have to see stuff at seven. <laughs> he, uh, well, he was talking about the moderation word again this morning. And uh, yeah, I don't get up at seven either. I, I usually get up at eight and then I, I, I will replay. <laughs> I can replay. I just found out today that he gets up at six during the week. And seven is, is sleeping in on the weekends. I was like, oh, that's your sleeping in. That's why you don't do it on the weekends because you get up at seven. I'm like, oh, I can't get but up. You know what? On the he goes to bed early. See, I'm a night owl. I'll be up until like, I think I get most of my ideas and thoughts or actually the energy to actually do stuff at nighttime. Mm -hmm. I would have all late night lives. Like I need the late night crowd because that's when I'm up. You know, that's when I'm in my own. I think I'm in the next part of myself at once about midday when it's you know it's just something else so i think because i stay up so late is why i'm just not a morning person so some people are in the morning they in bed early and so i'm up you know i'm not up as early but i normally get up by about 8 8 30 just not yeah. seven yeah not eight o'clock eight o'clock during the week for me and somewhere between eight and nine on the weekends um yeah I am, I'm also a night owl. And I think the reason why too, and I'm, I'm with you, my big ideas come to me the most at night also. And it's because as the mom who's home all day doing the this and that with the kids, and you know, so everybody's kids are home right now. Mm -hmm. um, by the end, by nine o'clock, I'm like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, like, yes, all of my stuff is done. And now it's time for me. I'm usually tired by that time. I do take, take it easy on myself, do a bath, do a shower you know, get my little notepad out. I, I try to take it easy because I am a little more burnt out by that time of day, but I do feel like I am much more creative and much more open to receiving. And mm -hmm. I can, I can soak it up more in the evening because yeah. I don't have anybody else that's needing stuff for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, so I got a question for you. Charlanda's here. Hey, Charlanda. We're going to be seeing you soon. I'm counting down. We're looking forward to the grand opening of CNJ Food Soul Food Kitchen. Um, so we're talking about dreaming big today. Do you think, in your opinion, is there a difference between dreams, wishes, and desires? Um, or do you think wish, they're all one in the same? I would say a wish. A wish is... Wishes, when you make a wish, it is something that is out of your control for me. You wish for the things, for external help on you that. You wish for the things that you can't do the work for. So, you know, so if I would say if you're making a wish, it is for the things that is out of your control. That's why you think about the kids all the time when they made a wish. You know, they even you know, even if it's for a toy, they don't have jobs. So they are wishing for the thing that is out of their control. That's what I would say a wishes. A desire, I think a desire is the thing that you long for with or without action is mm -hmm. a desire. So irregardless if you actually put in action steps or not, the desire always wakes you up. It either reminds you of what you didn't do or what you did do. I think your desire. And uh, the last one is dream. I think a dream 
is the realize the realization of your assignment. It is the vision that it's is within. Yeah. <laughs> it is the vision that is within you that was meant to become what we see. I often bring up the fact that vision is what makes sight so beautiful. That's because right. had I not had the insight, which was the vision, to believe it outside of myself then the beauty that we get to um, enjoy would not even be here. So like this desk, this computer, it was because of visionaries. And when I was just watching the Steve Jobs, I realized that it wasn't even, you know how I say it's a relay race, somebody's relying on you, that somebody was thinking of it before him and that he took on where they left behind. And so if we recognize that it is a relay race and you are passing a baton, then you are supposed to take that wisdom and then use what you have and take it to the next level. So for me, dream is about moving with the vision that is inside and making it tangible and evident. So that's how I would say they all different. Yeah. For me. Yeah, they are. William Brown's up in the house. I don't know if you popped in, but we were just talking about that moderation word came up again. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were talking about Sean says, yes, baby. And yes, she always says, <laughs> yeah, she says, desires are what is deep within our hearts. So I guess, okay, so I like the whole concept. And honestly, I didn't really think about it or go into it before I asked you the question. And I have not been pondering this all day like I sometimes do. Um, but as you started speaking and I asked the question, as I heard the question come out of my mouth, I was like, the dream is the vision, because that's what you always say. Like it's that 2020 vision, you know, and I, that, the, the dream is the visual, the, mm-hmm. the tangible visual of your desires. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something with desires and wishes, there's like a longing, a sense of longing that's left there lingering with us, but that dream is always tangible. I don't know. For me, a dream, if I've got that dream, it's tangible. A desire for me is not always tangible. A wish is not always tangible. You know, a wish a lot of times, like you said, you're, you're kind of looking for the external force to kind of branch you and and make it happen. The dream and the desire makes is what you, you do. Yeah, the desire makes you follow through with the dream. Like you can't have one without the other. Right. You understand? It's the First, you got to, you know, and I think it starts as a wish because you just don't know how powerful you are. That's why it's a wish. So you're not realizing that you are capable and that you have the power. And so you wish it. And then once you realize that you are capable and you have the power, now you go into the next step, you know, the next levels of it. But I mean, we just got to know that we can do it. We can have it. We got to believe in it. And then we can like really move on with it. I think that really helped me through my process, because it's, it's not what I see, is what I see. And right. so the thing you see, everybody don't see. They just don't see it, at least not when you start, you know? And that's why right. I put in 365 that you don't need a cosigner, that mm-hmm. God didn't send you down here with a petition slip. Like, so if you're waiting for somebody to sign you up on your dream, then you're going to be waiting a long time, you know? And so it's about just allowing that wish to manifest, so that it can become that desire that is burning on the inside so that it can be the dream, you know? So I think it's those steps for me. And I think it's also another thing I've kind of been, which it's the reason why I picked this topic for today. Um, 
I'm surrounded by a lot of big dreamers. I am one myself, but it kind of got me thinking like, is it part of human nature to dream to, or, or are you a dreamer or are you not? Or is it kind of innately built in us to dream? And the reason I was thinking about it is just, you know, Charlotte is one. I think she's a big dreamer with her soul food kitchen. You are. I am. William Brown is. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm surrounded by so many people. I've got my neighbor that I've been um, kind of helping get her her first children's book kind of out there and, and get some funding and some support and encouragement around it. And she's she's sitting there getting ready, trying to pay seven thousand dollars to an illustrator across the world to have this book done. And even though we've offered her so many different options and saving that money, her heart's desire, her biggest dream was to have this illustrator do it. So um, I'm like, wow, you know, I just, I kind of was marinating on the fact of how dreaming big makes us feel. Why do we do it? Because it makes us feel X, Y, Z, you know, to, to dream the dream, not only, not only to dream the dream, but to go after it. You know, there's all these stages of dreaming. You got to have the vision. You got to have the thought. You got to create it. You got to have the dream first. Then there's the whole long road, sometimes long, sometimes short of going after it, the journey. And then at the end of that dream, it's that realization that, hey, dreams aren't pretend. I made this happen. I accomplished it. And maybe not just by me, but by all these other people. But if I didn't have the dream and put it out there, it would not have come into fruition. So I just, I don't know. I'm kind of sitting on this whole, like, what's the importance of dreaming in humanity? Are we all dreamers? You I mean, know? Um, I would say absolutely we all are dreamers. I think the only difference is life put doubt in a dream, you mm -hmm. know? So you, that's why they say kids, you know, kids are so much that children shall lead them because they have the, uh, I would say the sanctity of the dream still, like it's still fresh in them. So if you right. can um, nourish them at that level, it's like they never get stuck like we did. So I think we, we got responsibility and we got uh, not enough uh, people seeing where we were going. And a lot of times that confidence came from you learning yourself. And so I think that is the assignment. The assignment is to dream. That's what you do, because that's that's how that's where hope is born. That's where that's uh, everything is visualized. I mean, everything is created through the dream because it, it, it is the vision. It is you closing your eyes and seeing without a shadow of doubt what it is for you, what it is that you want, what it is that you desire. I mean, whatever it is. And I think sometimes we want people to understand it we want to explain it half the time we don't understand the dream you know how long i didn't get the dream it's like now that i'm more in my purpose that the dream makes more sense because i think the most essential things are those moments of hindsight being 2020 like you didn't know that that pain was going to lead you to this mom that was going to lead you to this speaker that you didn't have no idea right because of that uh desire that was already in you that which was what birthed that valley moment that leads you to the vision of the dream because now you know you know what you can have you know what you can do you know how powerful you are and i think it is up to us to take all of those moments that we get back up as the source to our dream to be like oh we got this 
Right. We got some comments coming in here. All right. Shalon says, yeah, like with me for CNJs, it started as a wish. Then I began to just see myself in the process. That's a desire. Then I, then I dreamed it. Mm. I saw it in a dream and my faith brought it into reality. Mm. Faith is the substance of all things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Ooh, that's, that's so good. That's, that's beautifully said. Oh. It's true. It's true. And I love that you brought that up there too, Precious. It is like the dream wraps around faith and hope both for me because i think hope and faith go hand in hand you know mm -hmm. um and the dreaming and yeah i think they all they all like they fold together like a nice little yeah. hand in hand situation hey it's the levels of it's the levels of, of of destiny that's right that's the right of destiny you know so i guess you could put it like that you know so first you have the wish then you have to desire now the dream fulfilled the steps into destiny mm -hmm. because the dream fulfilled is where you were going where you were headed is what you put in your mountaintop it's that mountaintop right that's that's mm -hmm. what we all aim for is those mountaintop moments nobody yeah. likes to be stuck in the valley but we climb the mountain to get to that mm -hmm. top to yep. achieve the dream right yeah we got uh, a Jeffrey. the key is that you can't get to the top of the mountain without going through the valley. That's the key that people miss about the dream. That's right. And Jeffrey's coming in all the way from Tennessee here. So we've got Tennessee. We've got New Orleans. We've got Charlotte up in the house. Charlotte, North Carolina. Whoop, whoop. Hitting that East Coast. Um, all right. So Jeffrey says, a wish is a fanciful idea that we ponder about. Something that may or may not ever come true. A dream is a thought, a thought idea which you wish would happen. A vision is a dream which has a workable plan attached to it. Martin Luther King had a wish, which he spoke about as a dream, but it became a vision through the workable plan, which he and those who believed in his vision worked out helped make the movement, which continues today as a reality. Wow. wow. Thank you, Jeffrey. That's- You know when he said that, you know I have a Martin Luther King uh, Jr. dream in here. You can read it. I got, uh, I got several stuffs picked out. I have several selections picked out around the dreaming from your books. I have one from mine. <laughs> I've got three from yours. So wherever this leads us, Let's roll. Go, go for it. And uh, I've got you know what? Because Jeffrey went there, I definitely have a Martin Luther King Jr. dream in my it's book. The first day of Black, first day of Black History. Yes, absolutely. Happy Black History Month. It's the first day of February. It's February first. It's the first day of the week. That's a Monday, and it's the first day of Black History Month. A lot of firsts, lots of ones. Everything. One is a universal God number. So go for it. I give you the table. I'm actually, if anybody wants to check these sites out too, Precious is an amazing poet and author. Um, I'm going to put her site up as she's reading, but you can also find her, all of her books on mine as well. Um, these are the couple we're going to be reading from today. And I do have one from mine, but I'm going to put her banner up below. If you guys want to visit Precious and check out not just her books, but she has so many wonderful <laughs> products. She's got coaching classes and services and clothing and candles and everything under the sun. She's got it all. So visit PreciousPauling.com. 
And I'll put on the banner right here while she's reading too, the I Choose Me Bling Boutique.company.site. Either one of those places right there, you can find copies of her books and many of her other products and get in touch with her and even do her, her soul doctor services, the I See Me Academy for children. We've got all kinds of wonderful stuff. So visit. visit. In the meantime, to dreaming. And in honor Black of the first day of Black History Month. Come on now. What great man to honor on Sunday as a first. So it is called Martin Luther King's Jr. Dream. We give honor and, rem and remembrance for a man who stood up and proclaimed his dream. Who did not have a problem with saying the world is not what it's supposed to be. He had a dream the nation would rise up and live out the true meaning of his own creed. That we would come together all colors and nationalities and realize that God had a need. Uh -huh. He had a dream that one day the oppressor would someday allow the oppressor to be equal and free. And that they would one day realize that the color is not important but is what's inside you and me. He had a dream that all things negative shall become positive and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed mm -hmm. and all flesh shall see it together so their inner souls can be healed and fulfilled. You see, he left this place with a dream that has somehow come to pass and the spirit of his presence left the meaning short to last. So I ask, have you truly captured the essence of what Martin Luther King Jr.'s purpose was? and will always be, it was not just to open up doors for both you and me, but to fulfill your heart and mind with hope and have vision is to have a dream, an internal desire of something that the world has never seen. You see, his purpose was to give us purpose, to realize that the flesh may be bound, but the mind and spirit still lives free. And in order to achieve things, you have to first have a dream. Believe there is room for change and that prayer will conquer all. Believe that with God as your truth and peace, he will catch you when you fall. You see, with all great ones who have come and gone, they each leave a message that rings true. For at the moment, it has a purpose, but that can, but can you later apply it to your life to help you? Because life without purpose is like dreams never dreamt. You have nothing to look forward to and your time is all you spend. You see, even Jesus had his purpose for he healed others and then died for you and me and then sent others behind him. So a clear pattern is what you see. Mm -hmm. A pattern to stand up for what we believe in and have purpose with what we say and do and having dreams and visions is the only ultimate way. So we appreciate Martin Luther King Jr. for all he stood for and a dream so true. And I hope what he died for gave us a purpose which ignited a fire of vision inside both me and you. Woo! Woo! Happy Black History Month. Happy Black Thank History God. Month. Come Thank on you. now. With Thank the you, Martin Luther King. Hmm. And how much has the house set us free? I mean, just look at me and you. 
That's you right. know, I mean, our yeah. souls are connected on levels, and I think that that is the key. It is not black versus white. It is light versus darkness, and right. that darkness cannot Absolutely. coexist as long as light is in a room, and so we just got to turn our lights on. I mean, I can't say that enough. And you talk about big dreaming. Mm. I think uh, that, yeah, one of the greatest dreamers in the world we celebrate today, and mm -hmm. rest in peace. Martin Luther King, we, uh, mm, we still, we still, I mean, ah, the, the, the phrase, I have a dream. That's exactly who you think of, you know, talk yeah. about big dreams. And that's what, so that's what we are talking about today is big dreams, big you dreams. know, big dreams. There's a big. difference between dreaming and dreaming big. And, you know, everything comes into being with a thought. We cannot manifest anything without having a thought first right so you know i think uh i think it was last week you were on we did the affirmation cards which i can do again too before we go today but um one of the cards that came up i don't know if it was manifestation or something one of the cards that i had it said it said dream big be greedy this and that and really it's like if you don't have that thought it cannot come into fruition and you you check me you're like come on be greedy how much do you want to make each week how much do you want to make each month be greedy you're allowed to be greedy you, want. you know you want to create this you have to dream big we don't dream in minuscule like oh I want to work from home and do what I love, but I only want to do one thing that I love. And it's okay if I only sell one thing a week. Mm -hmm. That's not dreaming big. It's like, I would like to make a living being from home, doing what I love with all yeah. of my spiritual gifts and talents. I want to do it all. That's the greediness. I want to die it. empty. That's right. Exactly. Die empty. And that means that as long as you breathe and you got something to do, and that's, I think that's the purpose of the dream to, to get you to understand that your dream can change. You know, it's just yeah. about creating momentum with the relationship of the dream that no matter how you move or where you go, that that process, like, uh, who I think, uh, what's the name? Who was just speaking about that? I think Jeffrey was just speaking about that, you know, that process of the dream that right. it is planning is the faith with works. And so it's one thing to dream, but you, you gain follows and you gave people who believe in you because of how you show up. They don't care about what you say. They care about what you did. And so I want our talk to match our walk. And so if you are a dreamer, then show them that you are dreaming. You know, do something that you wanted to do that you spoke about. And, you know, people want to keep secrets about what their conversations with God is. Let me tell you something. Nobody got more powerful, more power than God in my life. And so sometimes you tell a couple of people because you want them to know that I believed him for this. It's not enough to call it a miracle. Let's say that I was in relationship. We had a conversation. And the reason why I did what I did is because of what I know to be so about myself. I think mm -hmm. that's the miracle in a conversation to say that our relationship is good enough for me to move forward with the dream that I have so that one day you can see that you got to claim it. You got to say it because your words are powerful. And if you want it to have power, you got to believe in what you see, just like we believe in a negative. Oh, I'm always going to be broke. You have no problem saying that. So I have a problem okay. saying things that you deserve. Maybe instead of feeling unworthy, you need to work on becoming deserving because the more deserving you feel, the more you expect. And when you expect, you give birth. You got to be expecting to give birth. And so if we're not expecting how we, uh, how we ex, um, waiting for 
the birth to happen. And I think that's the most important key. You get what you're expecting. Change your expectation and you change where you go. And um, you just segued perfectly into the first piece I want you oh, to read. You're so good. Don't you don't even know. She does she has no idea what pieces I have already selected that I would I like to. I have no idea. God is but uh today for me. As I do, I do, I swear to God, this book, you guys, I've had this book for years. Was it three years ago, two years ago? I don't even know how oh, it's been, yeah, it's 2018. So two and a half years, let's call it. Because it was yeah. like June, right? Huh? Wasn't it in like June or May? May. Yeah, May yeah. of 2018, 19. Almost three years. Yeah. But listen, I still, all these little sticky notes <laughs> that I have in here are faded. These used to be neon pink. I used to, I carry this in the front dashboard of my car, sun damage, everything. This is this woman's Bible. Um, so, Precious, as you were speaking, you mentioned one word about four or five times there. The word was power. Mm. So as I shout everybody out who's joining in here, why don't you go flip to page 197 of 365 days look, of having your soul to life? What do I have right there. <laughs> ah, already, already. See, we all bookmarked on this. This is called Grab Your Power. And before you go, let's shout out everybody who's joining in. We've got so yes. many friends. Brenda Booker Bowles in the building. She said, hello, hey, ladies. We're talking about dreaming big today. Dreaming big, big dreams. Oops, that was my tag. Uh, Shalon says, hallelujah. Martha Rushing's in the house. Hello. And guess what? I don't know if you know or not, Precious, but um, I'm going to have Martha's daughter on the show Thursday. Oh, we I love Princess Brianna. She's in my academy. Yeah, she's amazing. We were, just, we were just talking to her on Sunday. All the kids, I was like, I was telling them, you see how powerful you are? She's amazing. You see how amazing you are? And so mm -hmm. next week during our academy, which is on Sundays, um, is all the youth. So they're from uh, what, 13 to 17. Mm -hmm. When she comes in, she's going to do, everybody's going to do their gifts and talents. So she's going to do five minute um, sermon for us. And so is Big Me. Everybody else is going to either write a poem about what they do because everybody don't know their gifts. So they're either going to write a poem, they're going to bring up a dance, but everybody's going to get five minutes to let us know what they, you know, what they have power in. Because once you give them their power, then you can send them on their way. You can give them their confidence. And that's what and, we need. Uh, little little Brianna there. I, I say little because just because I'm older, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she's a child, child. It's just I feel old. That's why I say little. Uh, <laughs> but she's a dreamer. She's a big dreamer. This is what I'm saying. Everybody that's on this feed right now, every single person on this feed is a dreamer. Brianna, she's I don't even know how old she is. Do you know how old she is? Yeah, um, is Brianna is she? Is she 16? 16? I think she's 16 now. Uh, I was guessing. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, I think she just turned 16. Um, she's just, a fantastic. just last year. She might be turning. Six. I don't know. Um, is, is Martha still on and tell us for sure? But I'm almost How sure. How old she is, Martha? Yeah. Oh, she, oh, she's 16. Yeah, she said she's 16. I'm um, saying, I'm sure she turned 16. So, yeah, but she has such a baby face. I forget that she's 16. She's 16. She just has a beautiful baby face. So I forget her age. Yeah. 
She does, but she comes across so well, more well-spoken than a lot of the adults that I know. And she's a big dreamer. She, she is, she's getting out there doing live videos mm -hmm. on uh, like Bible lessons, faith mm -hmm. lessons. But uh, when she, when she scheduled the show, there's that little comment, you know, where, where people can say, is there stuff that, you know, the host should know about you or things you want to discuss, little characteristics about yourself. And she had included that she wants to be, she aspires to be. Now, I only know her from Butterfly Nation. I just found out this was Martha's daughter yesterday. I was like, I don't know had a daughter, you know? <laughs> uh, but I, I have been watching her and I'm like blown away by her Bible study lessons. I've just, I've wept several times already. I'm like, I got to bring her on and, and talk about faith. And like, she did an amazing prayer the other day. You know, what want. Be? you know what she wants to be? Talk about a big dreamer here. Not she's going to be the first ever like preaching FBI agent. She wants to be an FBI agent, but she is so good at the preaching. Well, and listen, the being a woman, first of all, yes. puts at the top of the list of FBI. We are FBI. think that should have been our fear. We should be a child of the CIA. <laughs> Yeah, okay. all of that. <laughs> We've got uh, Stephanie King's up in the building. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're doing well. Charlotte says, hey, my sister. Okay. My sister, Stephanie King, has joined yeah, us. Stephanie has entered the building. For the sharers in the world. Let me tell you something. People say, well, what can I do? How can I help? Boo, mm -hmm. boo, boo, boo. You see this little pointer right here that God gave you? You can just yep. hit that share button. And that's <laughs> as good as a help. That's just right. put. You don't have to. That's as good as a donation. Mm-hmm. Simply share what's been given to you. And that's the world we need to go into, to share the good stuff. We share that's negative. Right. We share all. We need to share this good stuff as often as we get it. Melissa's here all the time, giving you her time, bringing people on to give you perspective. Because a lot of people are not, I say, remove the shame and get in your lane. So many people are afraid to have a voice. But we honor the people who stand up and have a voice who tell the stories that they experience, who are vulnerable vulnerable enough to say that that mattered. That is why I am who I am today. And because of these platforms and because we simply share, we actually keep the conversation going. And so please, what you guys do, make sure that you share, share, share lessons and legacies. Yes, please do, please do. And Precious, if, you, if you're if you just joining in for the first time, Precious is always on with me at least Mondays. She's my regular Monday co-host, but there's, <laughs> quite there's quite a few other times she will come in and be part of uh, a three-person show with me and uh, like friday i'm like mm, ah i don't know i feel like talking about this you're busy she'll just pop on you know so you catch you catch a lot of precious on here too and again please visit preciouspalling.com she's got so much to offer so as we're getting ready to move on here i am dying for you to read this you said power 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 when it came to dreaming mm -hmm. and i had picked the poem out of your book grab right. your power so mm -hmm. let's let's give in the world of big dreaming because <laughs> we all are everybody who's on this feed we're all big dreamers up in here let's hear about grabbing your power so grab your power on page 197 and 365. Boop, boop. When will you rise in your power because you understand the royalty in your name? Did you know that you were already somebody even without the title of fame? That everywhere you step, you can be famous in the room. But when you show up in your power, 
darkness can never loom. Can you stop for a moment to look through someone else's eyes to understand one struggle and listen to their unsurmountable cries? When will we unite and recognize together we win and start to bring our masterpieces so life can truly begin? Why must I wait until it's my pain before I ever notice your blood stain? The stains of your journey that I refuse to see. I was so busy thinking it had nothing to do with me. What I didn't notice was that you already fought in the war, then came out through the storm, a storm. You're trying to prepare me so my battle won't last as long. When we begin to put ourselves in each other's story, support will ring true. We will then understand for a moment how it must feel to be you. Mm -hmm. There is power in unity that can't be described. It's the essence of what purpose was meant to provide. Live with purpose and intentions that magnifies love and your life will always resemble the dreams created above. Mm. Mm. I love that. Snap, snap. So, yeah, the power, the power of the dream. We got to grab the power of our dream. There is so much power in the dreams. It's it's thought, it's intention. I think a dream can be boiled down to intention even. I think that's another word. We talked about, uh, what were our words we went into? We did dream, desire, wish, intention. I feel like dream and intention kind of go a little bit more than yeah. the wish and desire because there's fun with it. Yeah. You know? And then when you say power, I'm thinking power has nothing without a source. That's and right. I think the problem with the dream is that in order to be powered up, you got to have a source. You have to have something to plug into. And so that's why it's important to be intentional about what highway you are on, because those are sources to help power you up on the journey of your dream. And so God only lets us tell our story so that we can get in a room on a highway with somebody who can relate, though our exits are different. We are still headed in the same direction because maybe our dreams have something to do with each other. Maybe what we've been through collaborate. So while we are one of a kind, there is an emotional connection that we have with words as we as we are learning through William Brown and the One Word series right. and all of you on Sundays that the emotional connections that we have to words are the source of our power because God says, speak it and it is so. And so until you can change the words and the power that they hold and whether it's a positive or negative, um, I guess, force field around it will dictate how you uh, show up in your dream or how many of your friends show up in their dreams. So if you're in a room of people who are always dreaming, then maybe you need to find a room of people who have dreamed and manifested. And it doesn't have to be at the level of the highest that they are going, because every time you get through one door, you know, God is going to give you a new dream. Why? Because it keeps us going. It gives us purpose. And so purpose is not the destination. As I say, purpose is the movement. How we show up every single day is what makes us right. purpose. You Absolutely. know, destination is where we're going. And so we can get into the room that have sources of power, God being a source, you know, that meditation, that that my body, because you're the God piece, you're the perfect piece. And so that source, that having a relationship with myself allows me to believe what I say to myself, which makes me know that my dream is not only um, attainable, but that I have the power to get it if I can connect to the right sources. 
That's right. And uh, just because you brought him up to, um, I've got William Brown for his first time on Lessons and Legacies tomorrow. Mm. And uh, we're going to be doing lessons in language. Ooh. Ooh. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I, mean, I, I guess I, I should you know you are that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the word master? This one, the master of all words. All proper words, anyways. Well, so the person brave enough to have a conversation of the miscommunication of words, and I think that's, that's right. I think that's mm -hmm. what it is. Is that important? We don't have real conversation about how we feel about words, and exactly. so we assume other people's perspective because we weren't brave enough to share our own, and that's why there's so much loss in communication, and we're wasting so much time around each other because we're not having the right conversations. Right. Charlotte loves your palm. She says, snap, 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 sis. All right, now, so listen, mm -hmm. we've grabbed our power. We've gotten the dream in our hands, right? We've gotten the dream in our minds, our hearts, our spirits. Ugh. We've gone after it. We've grabbed the power. And then sometimes things don't happen as quickly as we like. Sometimes we find ourselves mm, waiting on our promise. Mm. Mm. Waiting on our promise. Waiting on our promise. That's on page 233. I personally, and I know I'm not the only one because I actually just had a conversation with a good friend of mine who usually is on the show with us uh, right before we got on about that whole waiting on your promise sort of thing. Mm. Sometimes we have grabbed our power and we have put the force and the plan behind our our, our dream mm. and we have gone to try to execute and then everything goes still and you're kind of like trapped in this little stagnant spot and you're waiting like, well, I'm supposed to do this and God put this desire in my heart and I grabbed the power and I did this and I had a dream and I did, I walked forward and I did all the do's and I dotted my I's and I checked, checked crossed my T's and dotted my I's. Mm -hmm. Why am I still waiting? Maybe I heard wrong. Maybe I should doubt myself now. Maybe I'm nuts. I don't know. But we find ourselves in those periods of waiting for your promise. Mm. I have done all of the things that I feel like I've done all great things to manifest my dream. Mm. But I always find myself, not always, but I mean, as often, often find ourselves in mm -hmm. that pause period. Yeah. And I love this. This is one of the three I had booked. I'm going to let you close. I'm going to do one after this because okay. mine's a little we are a negative, and then I'm gonna have you finish this Come out with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about what is it like to be waiting on your promise? Because Charlotte, I know you have. Jeffrey, I know you have. I have. Precious, you have. We've got a lot of us on here. William, I know you have too. What's it like to be waiting on that promise? And you know, I'm looking at the pages 233, and you know you love numbers. And so three, three is six, and two is eight, and that's a new eight. beginning. Yep. There's always a new beginning. So waiting on your promise. Have wait you a minute. Wait, wait. Ten plus seven. Shut up. So the first poem that you read was on page 197. That boils down to eight also. Oh. One plus nine is ten. Plus seven mm. is 17. One plus seven is eight. Mm. We don't plan this stuff, y'all. We don't. We don't. I just made me want to look at it like, okay, what's numbers? That's crazy. What's that number? 
Okay, so waiting on your promise. Have you found yourself wondering, when will my time be? Have you shouted to the heavens? Can you still see me? Mm. Have you forgotten the dream that you placed in my heart? Did you change up the game? Because I feel like I'm at restart. What happened to the steps that I've made thus far? I've been so beaten by this journey that I'm just wishing on a star. Uh -huh. Can't figure out what it is you want me to do. I feel so lost and I just need to be true. True to the fact that your last lesson left me dazed. Though I'm keeping it together and I look like I'm unfazed. You see, I'm waiting on your promise. What more do you need? I've been passed up so many times. I have nothing left to do. See, the battle, you said the battle is not mine, yet I feel like I'm at war. I can't figure out what some of these lessons are for. I think I hear you whisper. It's not for the swift, but those that endure until the end. So when you reach that moment, your house can't do anything but stand. Take the time to make every moment count, even those filled in pain. Mm -hmm. In those trying times, you realize a lesson is what you gain. Know that in your waiting is where your value grows. When you reach your moment, it will always show. Waiting on your promise makes it better for your story. So when you stand up in your purpose, you will serve in all God's glory. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when you're waiting. That's in a circle, Shalon. Read <laughs> right here. When you're waiting on a promise, you need this book. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, it helps me. You see how tall up mine is. This is my second one. My first one looks way worse than this I one. Know. When I was I out, back. <laughs> yep. This is a, the Queen's Bible for real. Queen's Bible. Basic instructions before living effortlessly. Mm -hmm. And I love that. What my my husband said. He said, um, three sixty-five is a young God's. Um, a young girl's guide to success and a seasoned woman's check back into reality. It was one of my best testimonials of the book came from my husband himself. A man. Go chef Ron. I know they're, they're good once in a while when they try, you know, my husband still hasn't read my book yet. He still hasn't read all mine yet. He's I've, I've caught him. He's read a few things out of there and then he catches some of these, like, you know, some of the shows and whatnot, but yeah, he's, yeah. That's it. He did write a foreword. He wrote a foreword for the book, but he ain't read it yet. <laughs> they really gotta want to try these guys. Rondell hasn't read three sixty five. Yeah, he goes on me speaking and the poems that he hears. So he was like, "Oh," yeah, and the yes. reaction of people. He just took that from like one of the queens um, that followed the movement was called me. It's like, "Oh, that's a queen's bible." And at first, you know, I'm a spiritual. I was like, "Girl, don't get them." Christians against me calling this no Bible now. But then I, said, I went into meditation and God had to whisper to me. And, and that's where I came up with, okay, basic instructions before living effortlessly. It is a self-love journey. It is a guide to putting yourself in position to get over the things that made you amazing so that you could show up in the thing that makes you powerful. And uh, Sherlon says, wow, look at God. She mm. says, yes, two snaps. And a circle. <laughs> Amen. She says, I need one of those, Charlana. You go to preciouspauling.com. 
or I choose me, please. Yeah. And you can find it. Yeah. I have a shout out. All of them. Martha says, I love it. We love you. Oh, we love Martha. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. And we get it. We should we should have a Queens get together sometime soon. You need to I think we need to get a refill station going soon. Oh, I'm Again. working on it right now. Say February's here. I got so much Zoom classes that are coming up in this month. Uh, listen, I'm uh, that's why I have the ADD I'm telling you about. Because I've been doing you know what my dad is. I'm talking my ear off. I'm like, I got another word for you. I write topics 10 times a day and give them a whole sermon. Be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's a natural dreamer. All natural. So, all right. I, I'm going to read something here that's a little heavier. It might resonate with some of you guys. Um, mine is on page, where do we go here? Page 89. 89. And so we went into grabbing your power, grab mm -hmm. your power, you know, make that dream come into play. And then we went into that whole period of like, what happened? Who's in my book? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, yep. This is out of my new book, Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life. Um, yeah. We go into from grabbing our power into the whole period, which all of us dreamers go into of the waiting on your promise. Well, I did the thing. I did the thing. I pushed the buttons. I had the dream. I've walked the walk. I'm talking the talk, but now it's, I'm, I'm on pause. Mm -hmm. um, I have a poem in this book that I wrote called Shadow Dreamer. Mm -hmm. And it was, I wrote this at a younger time in my life when not too young of a time, but at a time where I had all these visions and dreams for myself, but I was really afraid to go after them. I, the poem is describing myself, my heart or the heart of a dreamer, the heart of somebody who has all these big, beautiful dreams. And then what happens when you let fear take over and you don't grab your power, you don't move forward when that waiting period gets the best of you. When that waiting period burns you out, mm. this is what this poem's about. And then I'm gonna have the soul doctor take us home and, and give us the remedy for what happens when you're in that situation. Because when we get in that situation of burnout and fear, sometimes all we need to do is replant our roots. So, <laughs> yes. so this is uh, this is called Shadow Dreamer. If you guys want to check out my site again, you can. Uh, well, Precious's books are on there as well, so you can catch both of our stuff. That's there. why they just go so, straight to you. They could just hit it, and it comes right. Yep. So it's lessonsandlegacies.company.site, and the name of my book is Lessons We've Learned: Legacies of Life. And this is called Shadow Dreamer. As and this doesn't rhyme either. This is one of my non-rhymey poems. I do both. <laughs> All right, as the sun rises and sets, it bestows its light upon her, creating a darkened reflection of herself. A shadow, close yet out of reach, a mirror image pantomiming in an endless daily ritual. A dreamer existing at the center of her world, an embodiment of life full of fantasy and freedom. A mind, bursting with bubbly brilliance, 
a serendipitous spirit creatively swirling within. A heart so tender and passionate, filled with love and warmth, but wounded just as well. A dream. To become reality, the dreamer must believe. Yet within this gentle soul, doubt will plant its seed. With the most vivid visions, she remains shy to chase desire, choosing fear instead and sealing her fate. Down an infinite path of black and white, she walks as a shadow, an ever darkening reflection of her, her true self. Who wants to be that? Who wants to be that beautiful soul trapped sad at all. decision of fear? It's, it's all of this wrapped up in you and then choosing to remain shy, to call out to desire, which we discussed earlier, desire, yeah. wishes, dreams, um, intention, shy and afraid to call out to your dream and your calling. You're gonna walk that path of black and white and be it, it, you have all of this beauty and this joy and this colors and vibrancy and life willing to be bursting out of you and make a difference and an impact and light up this world but if we are afraid and we let that waiting on the promise get the best of us yeah. to me i mean that's that's the heaviness of not following your dreams you're you're bound to the shadows. And there's more people that relate to that pain than anything else, you know? Well, yeah, that's why I wrote it. I mean, I went through it. I still go through it. I know there's lots of people out there that go through that, that are afraid to do and to, and to jump in there and make the next move to do the step. Or maybe they get to like, I, they, the doubt takes over. I've been waiting too long. Obviously I wasn't meant to do this. Or maybe I had my visions crossed or whatever. And we, we succumb to fear and we give up. You know, I don't want to be that giver upper and I don't want to be living and walking my entire life down in the shadows. So when we get to that, thank you, Martha. Martha says, I love your book, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it is Alan says, Recreate. Um, so just to round us out here, uh, when we get into those states of mind where sometimes it's fear or doubt or whatever, maybe taking the best of us or timing. Um, and burnout, we have to sometimes replant. Sometimes we're in moldy soil. Yeah. We got rock root, root rot, root, root rot. We got the root rot and we need to replant, you know? So we're, I'm trying to give you guys all that we're trying to give you guys all the different layers of dreaming, the lessons in dreaming big, not dreaming big, being a dreamer, not being a dreamer, the difference. Being real about the process. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. We could be showing up and say, hey, these are the steps of publishing a book. We're showing up saying these are the steps of the do's and do nots of dreaming big. <laughs> so and that is OK to keep you find yourself there. It's time to replant. And Precious, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite poems that you wrote. Yeah, I have so many, so many favorites. <laughs> this is on page 357. Let's see, that's 12 plus 3 is 15. 1 plus 5 is 6. 6 is the number represented in nature. That is a nature number, actually. That's a good one. All right, let's hear. Okay. This is the medicine. If you happen to find yourself in that stuck zone, this is the medicine, yes, if that burnout is your thing. 
<laughs> and so here we are. Replant yourself. You see, I notice your roots have been drying up, dear. I see the longing to your soul being suppressed by your fear. Fear of not knowing why the pain you, cho you chose to hold, not understanding it was just a lesson in the stages of your mold. You see, I notice your roots have been withering from day to day. People have been talking while not being mindful of what they say. Mm -hmm. The phrase sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is a lie. It's in those moments you start to notice your branches begin to die. Mm -hmm. For you were made with the intentions of goodness to feed your spirit right. When you ignore that energy around you, it puts your existence in a fight. A fight with what they say and who you know yourself to be. If you want to win the battle, no more excuses. It's time to I choose me. You see, I notice your roots need replanting because there is so much for you to do. In this world of everything, there is a place etched out just for you. You are more than who they say you are. You are more than how you feel. To replant yourself, you must let yourself heal. Hmm. Forgive yourself of yesterday, for tomorrow is waiting on you. The present is a gift from God. So love yourself through and through. Uh -huh. He knows what he created. Stand up straight so you can be replanted in the ground. In the core of you, there is a treasure waiting to be found. Uh -huh. You were born to be great and understand this, that no one can change what is right. So no more excuses. I choose me paves the way to walk in your life. Woo-wee! I know you're not going to see through this sweater, but I got gooseies everywhere. Everywhere. You're so silly, Melissa. Uh, no, I mean it. So, like, listen, you guys, we started this whole out with grabbing your, and, and it just, as, as you read this, Precious, it all came full circle to me. We started this whole thing out with, you know, what is a dream, wish, desire? You know, and we're the big and we started with grabbing your power okay we've grabbed our power then we grabbed the power and then we're we're waiting we're waiting to see manifestation we're waiting for things to happen and, you know it's not always on our time it's on his time we're in that waiting and sometimes we get a little weak and we get fearful and doubtful and we move into the shadow dreamer state and guess what when you're in that state you gotta replant the roots and you know what happens again after you replant replant the roots precious you got to grab that power again. So we're right back into the circle, you know? Mm -hmm. We can take it out. Now, we went through that whole circle once. Now, we know that we have to be patient and wait. And we know we don't want to be that shadow dreamer. Come on, so we're going to grab the power. And we're going to be waiting patiently. Patient. And we're going to continue to dream. We're going to keep moving out there and know that it's going to come, you know? Don't get stuck. You know, we cannot, I cannot, cannot, my spirit won't let me in without sharing Wishing on a Star because it is yes. my favorite poem. It is, my favorite I wrote that poem, I know, over 15 years ago, and it's still out of the, all of my poems, I say 90% of the poems have nothing to do with me. It just happened, I either was in a room with somebody, some of my most powerful pieces 
came from being around somebody. Tears are answers, lost in the time, God's removal. It was so many different poems that came from me just being in somebody's space and their energy falling on me. The next day I called them, I said, I don't know what you're going through, but God put this poem in. And it becomes so universal that everybody's like, that's my thing. But wishing on a star, it is so my poem. I um, love it. It makes it <laughs> I want to share this before we go. It's called Wishing on a Star, especially with this history month, especially with us talking about dreams, especially with us being entrepreneurs, especially with us being mompreneurs, especially with us being wise. I started I Choose Me because I wanted you to know that you are bigger than your roles and titles, that you are on assignment, and that everything that you've been through, no matter how low it seems, that it has so much value that you have no idea. And so my molestation, being homeless as a kid, and just just different things that I enjoy, as well as the good stuff, because I was planted somewhere good in the midst of the storm. Because as we said in the beginning, it was raining. And that is because God knows that there is only one way to fix that seed, to nurture that seed, and it's with the water. And so in the midst of me being planted in a very good place in order to find out who I was and tap into my gift of writing poetry at 12, all while suffering in silence was the rain. The rain was the suffering in silence, but where I was planted was where my roots ended up, which is why we have the foundation that we that I have today. And so I wanted to share wishing on a star, and I dedicate this to everybody with a dream. And I mean everybody. I don't care if it's as simple as doing a cup, as simple as drawing a picture, as simple as a program, a, a piece of what, whatever it is that God gave you. Opening a restaurant, being an FBI agent, a preacher, a self-awareness coach, oh, whoever you are, whatever your dream is, it's for you. This is for you. Wishing on a star. Crying and waiting, holding on to a dream. Never hesitating that life isn't what it seems. You know this journey that you're on leads to the same place. But as you're making different detours, you can't keep the tears from rolling down your face. When will I open the door to this dream I've held on to for so long? When will I complete the lyrics to ending this sad song? For it seems day after day I'm getting further from where I need to be. And I'm crying out to God to come and rescue me. Rescue me from this disappointment because things just won't go right. Throw in the towel before I get killed in this fight. But what he had to show me was that I had another round of fight to give. And he then gave me a sip of water and breathed the will of me to live. He said the dream that he gave me is what keeps me going. And he wakes me up with that purpose without me ever even knowing. Mm. That the dream that he gave me sustain the life he placed in me, which made me want to strive and love who he created me to be. So I did not get so caught up in a dream, but embrace what it meant because giving me purpose is what the dream represents. Mm. So I would never let go of my purpose. I mean, my dream, no matter how long I wait, because God may not come when I want it, but he's never a minute too late. And so I hope that you will allow the dream to birth purpose in you daily so that you can arrive in the destiny that is assigned to your namesake. You get to name yourself and nobody knows what you've been through like you. So if you want to honor Dr. Martin Luther King and what a dream really represents, then show up because you can. Show up because somebody's waiting. Show up because if you touch one, you touch many. Because you 
times any number is that number. So if I come one time and we have 10 people, that is 10 times that God has infected somebody with what I had to say. So know that you vote in every single room you walk in when you know who you are when you get in the room. And so I dedicate that to me first and all of you, because what we got to learn to do is to give ourselves the very thing that we offer to the world. And then there will be nothing left to do. So let's work on ourselves so that everybody can show up with their masterpiece. And that's the God piece. I, I enjoyed this hour, Melissa. I'm so glad. I and we needed this. We needed this. Both okay. you and I were like all buzzing around before this all day. <laughs> we both got on the screen like, I don't know. I'm in a weird way. Ah, <laughs> But this was needed. This is always, I say this every time I come on, even on the days where I'm like, oh, just skip it. You got too much to do. Or ah, this is always so healing for me. It, mm. and I love it. I, I love doing it. I love today it. and now I'm here. I'm full. I'm That's so right. full. I'm so full to be in rooms that service. Massive. <laughs> I thank you for sharing so much of yourself with with me, with all of us, with the show, with our audience here, um, for reading everything that you did today, and that you always do. You sell, you sell, you you sell. You always bring so much of yourself to the table. So much uh, the soul stirring conversations and your coaching and whatnot. I, like I said, I was in a funk today and you always, you always seem to bring that out of me. Um, so you guys listen, precious. She's got many books. This is the one we read. The I even got books the like one we read through today. This is 365 days of loving yourself to life. I didn't leave the kids precious out. They are the most important. Yeah, I got it here too. I just, we're running out of time. We're going to have to I say know, I would we're say, I, I was telling them, we got to leave out the kids. I made sure to check them too. So we got That's children's right. book over there for them too. So, and she's got it. games and tons of other products. So visit the I Choose Me Bling Boutique.company.site mm, or preciouspalling.com. You can get, get to all the goods both ways. Mm. Um, and yeah, if you guys are interested in checking out my shop, it is lessonsandlegacies.company.site. And you can find that there. So go there yeah. and then hit my, you can find it right there. <laughs> yes, but I, I only have Precious's books on my store. So if you're just in the mood for books, yes, you can get them all to my page, but Precious has a ton of stuff. So go check out her store. So if you want to make your shine crystal clear and, and you know, excuse right. me yourself out and bling or anything else, look at that. Fill my cup. Is that not the most beautiful? This is, listen, this has become one of my favorite. Look at this. Mm. How many of y'all know what that oh, is? Oh, yeah. I saw, I've seen that one. Yeah. Like you remember, I wore that not just the other day, honey. It's one of my favorites. I just made it. So, look, these are available. Only have nine of this style. So, and they shine for real, man. Oh, my God. Do that. I've got probably a dozen pieces from the I Choose Me Blue. Yes, you do. You are. And oh, I get you customers. Let me tell you, everybody support each other. Let me say it means everything. Everybody always asks me, "Where did you get that?" Oh, I got masks. I've got bags. I've got shirts and sweatshirts. Hey, I've got it all. Yvette's up on here. Shalon says, "Come on up in here, precious." <laughs> Listen, I wanted to talk about for my first time, Melissa. And I, you know, and I opened up because they were talking something so powerful. And I was like, oh, they were talking about 
uh, black healers and, you know, just how we show up. And so I went to raise my hand and let me tell you, when I finished talking, cause you know, it put me on fire. When I finished talking, they were like, oh my goodness, who uh, you are preaching. You are, I said, oh my goodness. If I guess I come off preachy. I don't know what that is, <laughs> but yeah. everybody's always like, girl, you is in here preaching. I'm like, all right. Because I guess when you're preaching, you're very convicted. It comes from your spirit. Yes, you are a preacher. I could be preachy too, but I got to be in my zone, in my wheelhouse. You know, it's just. I guess I'm always in the preachy zone. (laughs) You just got to be passionate about what you're preaching about. You know, it doesn't always have to be. Yeah, yeah. You can be preaching and not be a preacher. Yeah. And I think the word is just ministry. We are all ministry. Right. You know, we are all ministry. There are no labels, you know, but the soul doctor. But we are all ministries. <laughs> That's right. So, well, I, I have kept you, kept you a little later than I had planned. No, no, I, was, I started late. My bad. I added, listen, I added though on the timeline. Let me get this phone in. Wait, let me oh, get them all in. I love it. That's what we come here for is to light up yeah. the world and, and to, in, as you say, infect the, the what is it, the virus of your heart drive. Yes, like, I said, yes. I I clean out the, clean out the virus of the heart drive. Your heart drive. That's yes, right. I do. It's the soul doctor. That's what I do. So, and as, as we show up here with the many layers of dreaming big, we hope that this gave you guys blessings and love and light and faith and hope mm-hmm. and power and all that good stuff. And uh, your dreams do matter, you guys. And every dream that you have is possible. Is. So do you want to leave everybody with your final words before we wrap uh, up? Yes. And my final words are, it is a relay race and somebody is relying on you to turn your heartbeat into a soul beat in order to leave a soul print. Because the fingerprint tells us what you got wrong in this world, but the soul print, it tells us what you got right. And what God got right was you. So it is time for you to realize that you can never turn on anybody else's light, but you can provide enough light for them to find their switch so stay lit in this world so somebody can find their way out of the darkness. It is your responsibility. So I ask that you ignite those abracadabra moments to become your magic. I love you guys. Don't forget to look at us, support us, share our videos. I will be moving exclusively to YouTube. I'm doing a soft launch this week, but next week I'll be totally on youtube just for all of my shows but you know my other stuff i'll be you know standing posts or whatever but i just i'm being intentional in this season and i'm focusing and so i just want us all to figure out what it is that we need to focus on hire ourselves to get it done join the i hire myself group so that you can support system in deciding to put you first yes please what is it's the i hire me I hired me 30 day challenge. So I'll put the link. I'm going to put add the link to this. So anybody yes. who's watching when we get off, I'm going to put those links in the news feed and that way it won't even be hard. You just click it and go. Yes. And, and that challenge, that, that, that challenge in that page has gotten me to almost 50 episodes of 
Come on now. <laughs> Testimonial. Among many other things. Among, among many other things. things. I'm so proud of you. This is just one thing. So yeah. I highly encourage you guys, look it up on Facebook. I Hire Me 30 Day Challenge. It's a yes. fantastic support group. And it's a great uh, platform for you to share everything that you're accomplishing and what you're going through and ask the questions and all that stuff. So definitely check it out. I would not be live streaming right now had I not taken the challenge. And, so. and the good thing is that it's a very small group now. So now's the time to get in where you can be seen, so. you can be heard, and we can assist each other, assist each other. Quality over quantity. And uh, by chance, if anybody is, uh, I will post my calendar link. Oh, in cool. Events that you're going to be live soon. Shout out to the new uh, live people. All right. Yep, you can be live soon. We'll see you soon, Yvette. Um, if anybody is interested in being a guest on Lessons and Legacies, I will put the calendar link in the... Come on now, Queen, with the calendar link. You can teach me a thing or two. Come on now. All day, plus, plus, plus some tutorial videos. William sent me a couple little, like, five-minute videos. Do this, do that. And then I, I did that, and I was like, okay, I got to play and figure it out. And then I was texting you. I was like... Can you book something? I can't book myself. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Same person is so funny. It's like, uh, I'm like, I did it. Do you see me? <laughs> yeah. You see me? It's like that whole sprint. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you see me? Do you see me now? Like, yes, I saw it. It worked. Okay. Let me book another one. <laughs> We're such big kids. Um, we just, this is how we are. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put the calendar link up there. And if you guys want to get in touch with me for any reason, you can contact me either on Facebook, look up Melissa Price, you can look up Lessons and Legacies, or you can email me at lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com. If you want to catch our past episodes, please go to Spotify or YouTube. Both of those, guess what that is? Lessons and Legacies. You can just type in Lessons and Legacies and find me anywhere, pretty much. And uh, tomorrow we have, let's see who's coming tomorrow. Uh, we have William. William Powell. We got William Powell. Lessons in language coming tomorrow. Lessons in language is going to be an awesome show for sure. It's Monday. Let me just let everybody know who's coming up here. Um, we have Gideon Desmond all the way from Nigeria. Coming oh, he's coming right back. Here. I enjoyed him. Cool. Yeah. Oh, he's he's going to be coming every Wednesday on the show. Nice. Trying to nice. make it sound better, but uh, yes. And then we have uh, Brianna. Is Brianna Moffat's Thursday, Martha's daughter. And then yes. we have Precious, Precious Pauling, Delila Brown, and myself. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about. Bring your wine on Friday. <laughs> Bring your wine on yes. Friday. Bring your glass on Friday. Friday, Bring we're going to embarrassing stories. And then the other topic are, is things that really grind your gears. Pet peeves, stuff like that. Like, um, definitely a wine conversation. When people, when people put things back into the refrigerator on empty, mm. you know, or they Laugh. put wine face up in the dishwasher, things like that, you know, silliness, laughter. So, um, you guys always remember there's a blessing in every lesson, even if you are in that pause period waiting for your promise. Even if you feel like you need to have your roots replanted, even if you feel like you're in the shadows, there is a blessing in every lesson. It's just up to you to find it, you know? So thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys tomorrow for episode 
40. 40. My age. With, uh, William Brown on lessons in language. We love you tons. And uh, See you later. we'll check you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.